Hello, and you are tuning in to Don't Overthink It, the podcast. I'm your host, serial entrepreneur, first-time mom, and straight shooter, Terrace Sherman. Every stage of life comes with its own set of challenges, and in each weekly episode, I will dive into the topics that are difficult to face. I'll be bringing you interviews from trailblazing guests, as well as healing-centered solo episodes. Life comes at you fast. Don't overthink it. Don't think about it too much, too much, too much, too much. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Don't Overthink It, the podcast. I'm your host, Tara Sherman. And for this episode, I know that um, I'll be bringing you guys episodes every Thursday. But this past Friday, I hosted a training on Clubhouse. Um, If you are not familiar with Clubhouse, it is a new social media platform where um, (laughs) all of your posts are audio. Um, And so you actually have to join rooms and you actually have to talk to people and engage. um, And you actually have to be invited to use the platform. So, um, I think it is, <laughs> is a really good marketing strategy. Uh, they made it, uh, exclusive invite only, and they played to, um, people's FOMO, people's fear of missing out, making them more, um, curious and more interested, um, and feel the need to join this platform. And so... When used correctly, I completely feel and am confident that Clubhouse is an extremely, um, an extremely valuable networking marketing tool and essentially um, a lead magnet. And so if you are not on Clubhouse, um, I would suggest <laughs> creating a profile uh, so that you can, you know, get active and learn more about the platform. And so, like I was saying, I hosted a training on there that was really just my way of trying to, like, um, I don't know, kind of get my feet wet with the platform with actually hosting rooms. That was the first time I've hosted a room. Um, but I still wanted to make this training available for my podcast audience. Um, and so, that is what we are going to do today so um, i'm going to go ahead and get and dive right in um to this training um so if you do not have a notebook pen and paper and you are struggling with creating content and creating content consistently that is something that i'm going to strongly advise you to do um right now (laughs) okay so Hello, I want to thank each of you for tapping in and for taking the time out to join this room. I am Tara Sherman and like many business owners and like many of you, each and every one of you, um, I wear many hats. And so I am a serial entrepreneur. I am the owner of LifeCouture.com, which is a coaching platform for women on the journey to self-love, self-discovery and entrepreneurship. 
Um, here I provide opportunities for women to generate additional income. I host the podcast, <laughs> um, which you are listening into now. Um, and I provide different business and lifestyle tips to empower women to um, hone into their purpose, to clarify what that purpose is, um, clarify what fulfilling that purpose looks like, um, and to go for it. And so I am also the owner of I Heal Healthcare, which is a home healthcare agency and a healthcare staffing firm. And last, but definitely not least, I am the owner of LIC Marketing Company, where um, I have been in the marketing industry for a little over 12 years, but I've also been in the digital marketing industry for a little over eight years. And at the time I got started um, in the grand scheme of things, social media marketing and social media period and how to um, actually use it for the benefit of business was still relatively new. Um, and so I do feel like I am thankful to have kind of gotten in um, kind of on the beginning end of it. So I wasn't like, um, I, I don't know if I would call myself a pioneer, but I was like there when um, it, it actually started to become, you know, not a trend. Um, but when it actually started to become a part of the marketing strategy, when businesses were realizing that there was something new that they needed to do um, and that there was a new outlet that they could maximize and capitalize off of. And so, yeah. And so I have worked with companies such as the Big Ten Network, the University of Notre Dame, Texas Instruments. And up until last year when I resigned um, and decided to pursue entrepreneurship full time, I was working for the largest commercial real estate firm in the world. And so um, quitting was no easy decision, but they are currently a client of mine. So I'm confident when I say everything worked out exactly the way that it was meant to be, that it was meant to. And so now that um, I've given a little bit more insight into my background, into my area of expertise, um, I want to jump right into the topic at hand. So I did name this room and this training straight to the point content planning um, because I am going to break down this myth. I am going to break this method down in a way that is easy to digest, in a way that is easy to um, understand, and in a way that can be implemented even if you start immediately following this training. Like immediately after listening to this, this can be implemented right now today. And we are in a new month. It is February 1st. So this is the perfect time to implement um, to implement this plan. So I'm going to give you um, I'm going to give you the tried and true method that I use, the tried and true method that I that I also have shared with my clients, and that's tried and true with them as well. And I'm also going to share some um, tools and additional tips to make planning um, a lot less stressful and um, you'll be able to keep some hair because I know we'll be ready to pull our hair out or we stress so much where it's ready to fall out. But um, this is going to be like, I'm going to make it super simple. And so one thing you really need to understand about social media marketing is that this is a marketing strategy and you don't need to underestimate the power of social media. We have seen it time and time again, how these viral videos have made the careers of so many, have made the, um, the success of so many businesses and we have seen 
you know, we like I have customers that I've never met before. I have customers like all over the country. Um, and it is solely through the power of social media that, well, I'm not going to say solely, but a big part of that is social media and me being able to market to, um, these different areas and to people all over the world, um, without having to set foot there. <laughs> and so it's, it's a very critical tool, very critical for business success. Um, and so I don't want you to underestimate it at all. And so the first thing I suggest that, um, you do, the first step is auditing all of your social media accounts. Um, and so that is wherever you are, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, TikTok, LinkedIn, wherever your business is on social media, you're going to want to go and audit those profiles. Because what this is going to do is it's going to give you an at-a-glance look at what's working, what's not, what needs to be revised, what needs to be repurposed, and dun-dun-dun, what needs to be shut down. And I say <laughs> shut down because that's just important, just as important as knowing... Um, what needs to be revised and what needs to be used. Um, it's also important to know like when to stop and you know, when to shut things down, how to shut things down when they're not working. And I'm speaking solely to, well not solely, but I'm speaking mostly to small business owners because we are so invested in these are like passion projects. And so anytime it's time to shut something down or close something down, it's related to our baby. And I'm clutching my chest when I say this, it's very difficult for us to do. Right. But it's important to know what to shut down, when to shut things out and what to shut down, because we make the common mistake. And I say we because we all in this together. We make the common mistake of thinking that we have to be everywhere on every platform in order to be efficient and in order to get our um, our brand out there. But what that does is it's actually counterproductive because we are stretching ourselves too thin when we really should be allocating our time, and allocating our efforts to the platforms that are proven to work and that are proven to um and they have that proven conversion rate and they have that proven engagement and that has proven that is successfully um contributing to our business growth um and so pick the top platforms that are working the best for you now even though you're picking the top platforms that are working for you now you're still keeping your eyes and ears on the ground for new opportunities to grow and engage for instance clubhouse wasn't here two years ago um TikTok wasn't here was six years ago. Um, we have Vine. Vine is Vine came and left, um, and so it's important to to be open to change and to be open to adjust and adapt because it's social media. It's gonna always change. There are always gonna be as technology develops. There's gonna be new players in the game. Um, as trends develop, some old players are gonna step out of the game. Um, that's just the way. That's just the way it works. And so when you're running this audit, you're going to check each account against your brand style guide. Now, if you don't have a brand style guide or if you don't know what it is, I don't assume anyone knows everything. So if you don't know what a brand style guide is, I strongly urge you um, to Google it later and to make sure that that is a priority of yours to have on hand. Now, I do offer a service where I create brand style guides. Um, you can actually go to LIC Marketing Co forward slash shop um and i can have you one within 24 to 48 hours um or you can you know there are other people who create them or you know if you are 
savvy with design you can kind of figure out how to create it yourself but you definitely need a brand style guide because this is the reference that you're going to cross check everything to that is going to keep your brand consistent keep your brand looking uniform keep your brand looking polished okay and so audits are not some um the, the audit that i am having you conduct this is not some drawn out thing um it is very um it is very like a quick like we're taking a quick glance what what can we see at a quick glance um and what do we know to be true from our experience with using these platforms now you can double back later um and conduct a more in-depth audit um, where you are actually taking a fine tooth comb and you are going through every single thing um and so and, and that'll be necessary as well but i'm having to conduct this audit before jumping in because i know it's a new month and everybody's just ready to just you know throw their throw their uh horse in a race and so before jumping in here first um we are developing a strategy and action steps and not posting at random um and in order to develop a strategy moving forward you really have to know the strengths weaknesses and what your opportunity zones are and that's in everything so nothing that we do in business is by happenstance you know we get blessed we we can get lucky um but success is not built on the foundation of um waiting to get lucky it is strategy is putting in the work and even if you know even if you're prayerful even if you're spiritual faith without works is dead so you still have to do the work um blessings are not going to just fall into a sitting lap you have to do the work you have to be putting one foot in front of the other um and really tapping into you know doing the work behind the scenes and so things to check when you are conducting this audit include your profile and co cover images going to want to make sure they are uniform across all the platforms that you decided to use that you decided were in the best interest of your business to use um, your profile info and bio that also needs to be uniform across different platforms your handles which is which are your usernames they should not be all over the place and i'll give you an example for um on instagram and on facebook both of my usernames aka my handles are at life and couture but on some platforms, your handle may not be available, right? Not not the exact business name. So, for instance, on Twitter, I mean, in this disclaimer, I don't really use Twitter. But on Twitter, my username is at lifeacouture underscore. So, even though the name was unavailable, I still kept it close enough so that when people are searching at Life and Couture, I'm still going to come up in the search results. So, the key is a uniformed, a uniform look across all of your digital platforms, right? And so, and then the last thing that you're going to want to check is your links. I cannot tell you how many times I click on somebody's website and links are not working. I click on their social media and they have not really used it like that or they've been kind of just like um, passively posting. And so they haven't realized that the links are outdated, you know, or that the links are no longer functioning. So one, you're going to want to make sure that they're uniform across all platforms. No, number one, you're going to want to make sure you got the correct link and it works. And then two, you're going to want to make sure that that link is incorporated across all the platforms that you are deciding to use. And so, um, like I said, all of your digital platforms make up your quote unquote team. So if we know what the Lakers jerseys looks like and if five players walk out onto that court, three players are in Lakers 
the Lakers uniform into our in street clothes, we are automatically going to know this is not a good sign for this game. <laughs> Two, they are not all on one accord. Three, they're not ready. They're not ready. And when a brand does not look ready, when a brand does not look like it's all on one accord, especially when it's not, when you haven't built that brand notoriety, when, um, when you don't have that huge portfolio, when you don't have a huge backing, um, that shoots your credibility. And when your credibility is shot, clients and customers don't trust you with their money. They don't trust you with their attention. They don't trust you with, um, with their sales. And so when you have one piece, even if it's just one piece that's off key, um, your entire brand could potentially be singing off key to the ears of your target audience. So take a look at your analytics. And um, that's another part of the audit, audit is your analytics. And there's been a lot of chatter about the decision. I'm speaking specifically for Instagram to convert from a personal page into a business page because um, the the notion is, well, not even the notion, a lot of business owners are concerned because they got a lot more engagement, a lot more likes, a lot more followers. I mean, a lot more likes, a lot more comments, um, and their followers were growing more when they were a personal page. And, and then they seen that decrease once they converted over into a business page. And so... This has not been confirmed, but I'm just here to, to really give you the real so that you can be successful. Um, this has not been confirmed, but I can count. And one plus one is two. And Instagram is a business. And Instagram has seen how other businesses can profit from using their platform. And so my unconfirmed air quote theory um, is that when you do transition over to a business profile, Instagram is interested in um, boosted posts and running ads and in things that are going to generate income for Instagram. And so they know that as a business, you know that these things are important. And so you are going to purchase ads and you're going to pay to boost posts and you're going to pay to get that visibility that you desire. And so when making the decision to convert from a personal page to a business page, or maybe you're on the fence, right? Um, what you need to know, though, is that a personal page does not have analytics. And so I say that this is a very personal decision to make because it's about what do you desire the most, right? Um, and it's about what your business goals are. And so for me, the analytics are more important because I can track things and I can build strategy based on what my analytics are um, as opposed to you know me getting the more likes and the more comments. But see, the likes and the comments may be more important for, say, an influencer who has to prove to a brand that they have a certain engagement level. So it really depends on what those goals are for your business. And so moving on, an audit is a starting point. That's all it is. It's a starting point and it gives us a big picture so we know how to move forward. We have to lay our foundation. We have to get our foundation together before we build on top of it with content. Because when there is no foundation, no strategy, the content suffers. And your audience is like, they are not entertained. They are bored. <laughs> and so... The first thing I always say is batch write 
your content. And um, I, I actually was inspired to where I got the push or motivation to do this training from a friend of mine, right? So you get clients, I have clients that ask me questions all the time, um, but it's really the people around you that know you that are going to like tell you how you're doing basically. And they like really open open your eyes because people who don't know you, they see, you know, the professional side of you, they see what you post, but it's like the people that know you know you, right? And so I had a friend of mine, she called and she was like, I don't, I don't understand how you do it. She was like, like I just be waking up and you've been posted two hours ago and like, basically like, how, how you getting this shit done, basically? Um, and then for me, I just, cause you know, it's you. And so I'm like, I didn't think I was doing, like, I know I'm good at what I do, but I didn't think I was like doing really anything impressive. And so for, you know, like a friend of mine who like knows me to say like, basically like teach me how to do this. Right. Uh, and that's where I got this motivation from because everything that I'm walking through, all these steps that I'm walking through are the exact steps that I walked her through as well. And so, like I said, I tell people to batch right. And even when I work with my clients, I always say batch right for at least 30 days. And they always look at me like I got three heads because who the hell has time to sit down and batch right for a whole 30 days worth of anything, right? And I always tell them it's the first time is the worst time. <laughs> but after you find the rhythm by like month three, you're good. And then something that I did not say in the clubhouse training that I do want to make clear. If 30 days is absolutely overwhelming, I would rather you plan it out for a week instead of you just being so overwhelmed that you throw in the towel and you walk away. Because a lot of times if we are too overwhelmed, I know I do this too. I walk away from it and it'll be like a couple weeks before I even like revisit it. And so if you can't batch right for 30 days, start off with a week. Give yourself a starting point, but but get started with pre-planning your content and batch writing that content. And so the first step is you're going to have to get organized, right? We got these nice iPhones. I'm sorry, Android users, but we got these nice iPhones and we got 10,000 pictures in them. And um, we need to comb through those pictures and see what can be used to produce content, what can be used to create different graphics, what can be incorporated into different ads, what can be incorporated into new products, into marketing new products, into marketing new services. And then go in when you are combing through these photos with the idea that every single thing can be used. And when I say organize it, so I run a couple different businesses and I also manage the social media profiles of other companies. And so for each company, I have a folder and within each folder, I have the specific platform that I'm creating the content for. So for Life of Couture, there's a, a TikTok folder. There's a there's an Instagram folder. There's a Facebook folder. There is a LinkedIn folder. So I just break it down like that. Um, and so I go on my phone. And I'm not sure if you can do this with Android. Y'all do not judge me, okay? Listen, get used to what you have. <laughs> but when I go into my phone, an iPhone, you could create folders. So in my, so, and then the phone that I manage social media profiles from is also an iPhone. So I'm able to create folders for each client and in my cell phone, I'm able to create folders for each of my companies. And as I create graphics or as I take pictures or as I capture pictures, 
um, or when I was going through organizing everything, I went through and I just added all the, all the photos that are related to iHeal, I added them there. All the photos for LIC Marketing Call, I added them there. All the photos for LifeCouture.com, I added, I added them to their corresponding folders. And then back your stuff up, okay? Because so many different things can happen. So the exact folders that I have on my phone are also in my Google Drive. Um, and so when I take a new picture, I upload it in my Google Drive. I make sure that my folders match because anything could happen. The phone, you know, we lose things on our phones every day. Uh, anything could happen. So if you, if you ever lost, if you ever stayed up all night in college writing a paper and only for your computer to crash and you lose everything, you should know you need to save and back everything up by now. Um, let me stop being... <laughs> Can't be too judgy because I still lose stuff, but um, that is the notion behind backing everything up because it can be lost. Technology is not, it's not perfect. There are flaws to it. And so that's the first thing, organizing. This is the part that's going to make you want to pull your hair out because you, until you start trying to organize things, you don't realize how much of a mess shit really is and your and that is where I was. Like I said, I had like 10,000 images. I got to organizing things, got to deleting things um, that I didn't need. And I ended up, with, I still ended up with 4,000. 4,000 pictures is still a lot. Like it don't seem like it. Um, <laughs> but 4,000 pictures is still a lot. It's all you need to organize, get organized, organize and, and determine what images can actually be used. And like I said, go in with the idea and with the eye that everything can be used. Um, and I say this because I know so many people, like when they first got started, they don't want to keep those pictures. They don't deem those pictures like, I, oh, I can't use this. This isn't, you know, it, it doesn't show the good quality of my work or where I've grown to. But then this challenge came in that, okay, how it started versus how it's going. And people were able to pull back from, okay, when I first did my very first hairstyle, when I first did, had my very first graphic design client, um, when I did my first set of business cards, um, for me, it was the packaging when I first launched um, the couture shop. And so these things can't always be used, right? Go on with that eye. Everything can be used. Um, because when you go on with that eye, you are least likely to, you are, you are less likely to delete something that can be used in the future to market your business. And so the second thing is you are, need to, you are going to need to confirm your post schedule. How often do you plan to post? How many times a day? How many times a week? How many times a month? What days of the week are you going to post? What times of the of that day are you going to post? And I keep in mind that um, analytics will help you to adjust this futuristically so you can set the date and time um, that works best for you when, um, when creating this initial plan. But as you follow your metrics and track your analytics from week to week and from month to month, they will actually tell you what the best times to post are what the best days to post are and when your audience is is mostly when most of your audience is engaging with particular posts or when they're online and when they're showing up and so that's very important to um and that's why i say analytics are important but the next thing is going to be to review a calendar open up your calendar for a month what holidays will directly impact your business what special events do you need to leverage? Is it All-Star Weekend? Is it the Olympics? Is it Super Bowl? 
Is it inauguration? Is it um, election day? Is it Beyonce's birthday? Um, and so review a calendar. So a calendar with these, you know, the standard American holidays, but also leverage those special days. National Wine Day. Oh, I can't even. T- National Wine Day. National Donut Day. Sound like I had some wine. National Donut Day. Um, National Vision Board Day. National um, or Administrative Week. Different things that you can leverage to boost your business. If I'm a virtual assistant. I want to want to leverage administrative day. Like I run a healthcare company. I need to know when CNA week is and when nursing week is. And I need to know all these things. Um, I can leverage those in my company. Right. I talk about self-love and self-discovery. National Wine Day. Because we can just wind down and, and relax and talk about some good wines that, that you can add to your collection. Different things that you can leverage and create conversations around that'll engage your audience. Because, yes, you have the business, but people want to buy from people. How can you use these events and these holidays and these occurrences to Curate a conversation, basically. And now, you are going to want to use a planner in collaboration with a spreadsheet. And so, in the um, initial brainstorm stage, and then I, I do offer a um, content goal planner. And that is what I use. And so, in my initial brainstorm stage, I use that, that content goal planner. I set my goals. I set my intentions. I do like a big brain dump. Um, I go over like what would be some like good things to discuss for the month. Um, And then I go into my spreadsheet and I use my spreadsheet as a concrete map to follow. So in this spreadsheet and at a bare minimum, if you are using a spreadsheet as a content planner um, and a content planning tool, your header columns, these are the, the, the minimum titles that you should have included. Platform, date time copy which is also the caption visuals so is it going to be a picture a video an infographic etc and then the next uh the last column it should be a link to the visual and that's another reason why i use google drive because if i up when i upload my graphics into google drive i can create a link and i can post that link directly into that box and so everything it's compiled into one place and it is time consuming and it is tedious, especially the first couple times. But once you find a rhythm and you find a flow, you will realize that you can sit down and get this done. And I'd be nice and say about two hours. In about two hours. And then if you need to break up your batching sessions, like for instance, okay, it's February 1st. I want to start planning for March. Maybe on the first Friday of each month, I plan the first half of the month. And then on the third Friday, I plan the the remaining two weeks. 
of the following month. And so if you cannot sit down and get it done in one session, you still need to schedule the time for this. Because it's going to save you so much time and it's going to pro it's going to boost your productivity on the back end. And like when you start seeing the results from pre-planning your content, I swear, I'm going to open a tip jar for y'all. No, <laughs> but you are going to be so grateful that you implemented this strategy because it is going to save you from that, that constant scramble trying to figure out what to post, when to post, how to post, why to post. And then the next step is going to be create your graphics. So we use that spreadsheet as a guide. I know what the caption is going to be. I know what kind of visual I need to implement. And now I'm going to create the graphics according to what the caption is and what the what the visual type is. And then the last thing is going to be publish and schedule your content. So for most of the platforms, social media platforms, it has been fairly easy to schedule these con schedule your content to post automatically. Um, I know a lot of business owners use Canva, especially, you know, it's, it's really beginner friendly for on the design aspect. And then you really don't even have to know how to do design because you, they have pre-made templates and you could just really go in and change the wording. It's very easy to use. And they also have a content planner. And so publishing and scheduling your posts is, is pretty easy to do for the most part. Um, Instagram, of course, always has to be our problem child. And so with Instagram, even if you use a, the Canva content planner, you still have to go in and post or publish the post. So you can plan it, but it won't automatically schedule and post it for you to Instagram. So you still have to go in and publish it. Um, an app that, a couple apps, uh, Planoli, I probably am like butchering the name. I know so sorry in advance, but it's P-L-A-N-O-L-Y. Um, they'll allow you to schedule posts for Instagram and it'll also allow you to preview your layout prior to posting. The app called Preview does the same thing. Um, and an app called Later all do the same thing for Instagram. And so that is it for this training. Um, like I said, I just wanted to get this really straight to the point because... I know that content is something that, in the grand scheme of things, is something that suffers, right? Because we have to send to our clients. We have to send to our workload. So you're a hairstylist. You're doing hair all day. Um, I'm a marketing specialist. I'm on coaching calls most of my day. I am working in websites. I am designing things. Um, we are working on that client-facing, that customer-facing. We're shipping out orders. We are responding to inquiries. We're answering questions. We have all these things going on. And so, in the grand scheme of things... The social media don't seem that important, especially when you're busy in your day to day. But um, in order to continue to create that flow, that customer flow, that client flow, that cash flow, um, we need to be consistent in our online spaces and need to be consistent in um, generating leads for new business. And so I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Don't Overthink It, the podcast. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me via email at hello at lifeandcouture.com. And until next time, guys, thanks for tuning in.